0: Good morning, good morning. This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another study on God's Word. And we've been looking for the last few days, and we have several more uh, messages on this subject, Satan, the God of this world. I want to bring you a a study this morning, a beginner study, take us two or three times, on the character and work of Satan. In our previous studies, we found that Satan was the anointed cherub, the highest of all the creation, created beings of God. Satan is the head of the great kingdom, and one of his purposes is to oppose God and to keep man from being saved by the blood of re- blood redemption in Christ Jesus. Now, that's, that's the purpose of Satan this morning. In Revelations 20, one through 3, we find set forth some idea of the character of Satan. Now, I wish you'd listen as, God, uh, as I read God's word. He must be loose for a little season. Now, here is uh, spoken as the old dragon. Satan is spoken as the old dragon, the terrible one. Also, he's called the old serpent, poisonous, venomous one. Then he's called the devil, the accuser, the slanderer. And he's called Satan, the adversary, one who is opposed to God, the deadly enemy of mankind. His real character, as set forth in our scripture, is the deceiver, One who not only deceives individuals, but deceives whole nations or the nations of the earth. Any saved individual today can see beyond the shadow of a doubt how he has nation after nation deceived and blinded and headed for the pit. Unless God intervenes, the world today is headed for total destruction. Why? Because Satan has blinded them. Because Satan has blinded, has deceived those people. They have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ and rejected blood redemption in Christ. Yes, Satan is a deceiver and has deceived all mankind. Listen to the word of God found in Revelation 12:9, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. Yes, Satan has misled and deluded mankind into believing that which is not real multitudes upon multitudes of people today believe they're saved because they belong or a member of some church or because they believe some creed or set of uh, rules and regulations or because they've been baptized or sprinkled at birth or because they've received some religious experiences speaking in tongues and all of those things, seeing a light over in the corner of their room, not knowing that they're deceived by Satan. They have become his dupes. That's right. Unless the Holy Spirit opens their blinded eyes, and deceived eyes, they will go to hell without warning. Now, I tell my folks here at the at the radio missions, here in our services time after time, I tell them that our, our great need is not for a new auditorium, not for a new sanctuary, not for a greater uh, uh, Sunday school classes and a bus to take our kids to the beach, not all of those things. No, you know what our greatest need is in this ministry, and most likely in your ministry, is that the work of the Holy Spirit would be manifest in our heart, that the Holy Spirit, by the grace of God, would come down in mighty convicting power, and convince our folks that they're blinded. And open their eyes to see that they've been blinded all along by Satan. Listen again, would you? Listen to God's word, First John five nineteen, And we know that we are of God and the whole, li- whole world lieth in wickedness or in the lap of the evil one. How many times have I described to you how the Lord has shown me that Satan ha- has our folks blinded? I've described it like this. He's sitting on the porch, front porch of the old country home, there in a high back rocker, with you and me, or you, you who are not saved, in his lap, just like a child, just like a child on her mother's breast, on its mother's breast. And Satan has you sitting in his lap on a cool morning, wrapped up in a little light blanket there, and he's patting you on the back, that in and out, rocking back and forth, asleep, asleep. On the, on, in the lap of Satan. That's where our folks are. I can't be still, my friend. Someone tells me, well, you're just too dogmatic. But listen, the Bible is dogmatic. You're asleep in the lap of Satan. I'm not just here to, 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 to instruct you in what God's Word says, my friend. I hear so much of that on the radio now. It makes me sick. They go off on a tangent on teaching and teaching and teaching and never say anything about God saving a sinner. No. My desire, my commission is to preach the gospel. Man, mankind is asleep in the lap of Satan. Mankind is spiritually blinded, so deceived by the wicked one until they do not know that he's lulled them to sleep there in his arms, leading them to destruction by wholesale, with them believing that they're saved. Now, that's what we're facing today. That's what I face in my family. My family is, is deceived by Satan. Many, many, many of them, I would say the vast majority of them, are deceived into believing that they're saved. They have no evidence. They show no evidence of knowing the Lord they, they can't say, I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he's... They don't have a personal relationship with, with the Lord. Is, is Christ real to your heart? Let me just probe your heart this morning. Is, is Christ real to you? Does Christ mean anything to you? Is salvation important in your life to be saved by grace and snatched out of Satan's lap? Can you say with a surety that you know the Lord, or are you asleep in his lap? That's right. Satan is that old deceiver. We told you what the Bible says. He's called the old deceiver. He deceives folks, right and left. Does he have you deceived this morning? Could I just ask you this morning, would you put down your pots and pans there and, and listen? Would you just put down your pots and pans, mother? And would you listen? Are you deceived? Are you deceived there this morning, thinking you know the Lord? Are you just a member of some local church where you, uh, where, they, where they there's no gospel preach, just a little soft soap sermon, come on down to the front and join the church and be baptized and you saved and pat you on the back and you go on live like hell? That's what I did. One day I was deceived into into making a decision for Jesus. That's right. And the young preacher who was a friend of mine had gone to school with me, and he called himself a soul winner. And he, he, he uh, brought the little soft, tear-jerking message. I didn't know. I was blinded by the God of this world. And he said, you're saved now. You're saved now, my friend. We're going to baptize you tonight. Had the water warm already. And then the next Sunday morning we got up, got up and went outside, uh, getting ready to go home, and, and the, the elderly people, the old people had been there for many years. I was, hadn't been there long. And when we walked out the front door, they all lit up their pipes and, and their cigars and the cigarettes, and it looked like a tar kill. Do you think there was any new birth there? Do you think there was any new life there? No, no, it wasn't. It was not a thing. I heard uh, Dr. Roloff one time talking about when he was uh, going to church, a young man going to church, and, and he said when the preacher said amen, you could hear the kitchen matches striking on the end of the pews. said so they lit up the pipes and cigars right in the church house. And he was exposing he was, uh, 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 exposing that thing, and that's what I'm going to do here day by day, my friend. Listen, are you saved? Are you saved? Are you, are you, are you saved? Are you, can you walk around with a cigarette in one side of your mouth and a bottle of beer in the other? Listen, can you do that? My woman friend, are you leading your husband around by the nose? Are you uh, telling your pastor what he should preach and what he shouldn't? You playing the piano and catting around with the choir director or some deacon? Listen, folks, I'm telling you salvation is a deliverance. I know I'm all stirred up this morning, but I see folks going to hell day by day. Day by day, I see folks going out into hell. I have to. I'm called day by day, week after week, almost now, to conduct funerals of folks who know nothing of saving grace. I I conduct funeral recently. Lady said, "I just want you to say some funny things about my husband." No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I can't do that. I have to preach the gospel. I'm not. I don't eulogize any dead corpse. I I made the statement that I hear these folks, some of these celebrities, uh, hear hear them uh, over the radio or or see them on the TV once in a while when they die, some big celebrity, and they sing, they have some singer come there and sing Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. Let's save the rich like me. That's blaspheming, my friend, for an old whoremonger. You just sing Amazing Grace over, they need to be told where that man went you say well you're not a judge are you Know, I'm not but the Bible says judge a tree by the fruit it bears my friend the Bible said if any man be in Christ he's a new creation you can't be a rock star one night and, and never show any uh, a sign of repentance and then have amazing grace oh my friend that's just tickling the flesh that's just a decept- deception by Satan and I know it stirs me up it makes me angry to see our folks deceived it disheartens me it makes me sick to see folks uh, as I go up and down this land I see the, the churchyard is a slam pool there's not another place to park a car and yet there's no gospel going out because our pastors and our preachers have given up given up their authority in the pulpit they stand back and let Satan run their pulpit that's right that's right I had a young fellow tell me the other day that his preacher uh, said he can't say one word except preach. He don't have anything to do with anything else. And said he wanted to spend some money. And said one of the deacons said, oh, no, I have to talk to you. That's our business. That's not your business. But listen, my friend, God's man is in authority. I'm, this, I'm in authority over this church here where I preach. I am in sole authority here. Oh, sure. Sure, I appreciate having folks. But listen, I, I'm, I'm led of the Lord. The Lord leads me and he leads the flock by his shepherd, not by some old some old she devil out there somewhere. No, sir. Are you saved this morning? Have your eyes ever been opened to the fact that you're lost? That have you ever been a lost sinner? Have you ever been to take ever been led to take your place as a lost sinner going to hell? I wish you'd look 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 this morning with me. I want us to face another fact regarding Satan. All sinners are children of their father, Satan. And he'll not heed the word of God. Thus the child of Satan on his own will not heed the word of God. Satan hates God's word. That's why it's so whittled to pieces today. Satan has influenced every ever damnable uh, individual in the world who thinks he knows a little bit to reinterpret God's Word to take all the sharp edge off of the Bible. They take the word virgin birth out and they say a young woman conceived. Well, my friend, that's all of Satan. That's all Satan to keep the Word from cutting your heart uh, like a two-edged sword. They take the sharp edge, and that's what many of our pastors and preacher friends have done. They take the sharp edge. They say, oh, I don't want to offend somebody, they're one of my best givers. I can't afford But my friend, you have to face them that eternity, and they're going to ask you, Pastor, why weren't you true to my soul? Oh, Pastor, why weren't you true to my soul? Now I'm going out into eternity with no hope, with my wife and my family and my children, and here's the pastor and his wife and his family going out into the same eternity. But he's going to have to answer. He's going to suffer uh, more than the man who doesn't know, because he's supposed to know. And you're walking in... God's will this morning, my pastor friend, are you? Can you say, Yes, Trailblazer? I'm I'm praising the Lord, serving the Lord, and, and, and attempting to get out the gospel that Satan's uh, work may be exposed and uh, one day at a time just as the Lord leads this is the old trailblazer broadcast my friend this morning I wish we uh, I wish we had the, the vocabulary to speak God's word to you this morning as it's on my heart I see folks going out of this world going out into eternity lost and we here at the old trailblazer broadcast we're praying day by day Lord open their hearts Lord open their minds Lord uh, show them that they're blinded and one here and One there. We're hearing from one here and one there. And they say, Pastor, praise the Lord uh, for the Holy Spirit, for Holy Spirit conviction that it comes to a sinner lost and deceived and blinded and held, held, by Satan, held captive by Satan. And uh, the Lord opened my eyes and showed me that I'm a sinner. Need to be saved. A woman called me the other day and said she'd been on a profession for 53 years. And now the Lord awakened her heart and showed her that she's a lost sinner. Isn't that grace, my friend? Oh, would you look to the Lord this morning? Would you pray for the old trail? laser this is the old trailblazer broadcast pastor alva pendarvis bringing the service to a close the study to a close on satan the god of this world i wish you'd write me and remember our mailing address is radio missions post office box 1810 walker louisiana 70785 goodbye and god bless you